0: I learn a lot about how to slow down with him and how to take the time to really listen.
1: The lesson that I've learned the most from my kids is the art of being present with them. Sometimes it's also just being there to, again, like I mentioned earlier, be a safe space for them. Welcome to The Art of Fatherhood, a podcast that takes you on the journey of fatherhood. Now,
0: here's your host, Art Eddie.
2: What's going on, everybody? Art Eddie here for another Art of Fatherhood podcast, and I'm so excited. This is Star Wars Day, so I'm glad to have these gentlemen on. It's James Waugh and Michael Olson. We'll be talking about Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures and, of course, their fatherhood journey. Thank you for taking the time, gentlemen. James, how are you doing?
0: Doing great, man. Thanks for having
1: us on, Art. No
2: doubt. And Michael, how you doing, sir?
1: I'm thrilled to be here, thrilled to be talking with you.
2: Looking forward to chatting with you guys, talking about Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures, even before we kind of started recording. I'm like, Star Wars fans are eating really well right now with all the great stuff you guys are doing. I can't wait for people to see Young Jedi Adventures. I saw it. It was. It definitely was cool. It has its own take on Star Wars and Jedi training and all that good stuff. In certain ways, I thought maybe Yoda would react. He didn't. So it keeps you guessing. So it's always good when you guys do that but James let me start off with you about fatherhood man when you found out you were going to be a dad what was going through your mind
0: oh man you know it's funny my, my father meant the world to me and and really was sort of an aspirational figure in my life and and I think taught me that it was it was okay to be different than other people it was okay to kind of embrace that and you know he also taught me to be really you know fair and kind and um I always wanted to pass that forward you know and so having a kid and being able to to become a Jedi master myself. It was a moment that it was everything I always wanted, but also instantly terrifying <laughs> because suddenly, you know, I, I just, I think you just know it. You, you never know when you're ready and you, you know, are you, have you passed your Jedi trial yet, you know, um, but it's been a joy and it's been a ride and I've learned more about myself and, and sort of the world in general being son, Love it. What about
2: you, Michael?
1: Oh man, um, you know it is uh, having a child was something I had been looking forward to for a very long time. And when we found out my daughter was going to be born, both my wife and I were over the moon. But of course, I, I had <laughs> those those general moments of questioning whether or not I was up for the task. But you know, like James, like my dad was a towering figure in my life and truly my my Jedi master in many many ways <laughs> and certainly wondered if I could could match his impact on my life Uh, so there was there was definitely those feelings of wondering if I could do that but the ride has been amazing so far my my daughter is in grade school now and I have two younger boys right now um in daycare and uh it's been it's been an absolute ride I'm loving it
2: thank you gentlemen for sharing that and you guys both mentioned like you know having your dads as strong mentors right and They were, you know, they were both guiding you to, you know, your certain paths and talk about, you know, how much is your, is your dad's, you know, Michael, you can go first and James, you can follow, talk a little bit about like the values you're looking to instill into your kids. And was that inspired by your parents, especially maybe with your dad, because like you guys mentioned earlier, like, you know, your dads were very influential in your life. So talk about the values and maybe were there certain values that you're, or maybe not just values, but things that your dad taught you that you are now teaching your kids.
1: I I feel like my dad was very unique in a number of ways, at least in my experience, he is a very open hearted person and wasn't afraid to show compassion and his emotions, both to our family and to his friends. And, um, I felt I, even growing up, I knew that was really unique and special. And, um, that's, that's definitely a value and personality trait. I hope to convey to my kids and at least make, our home a safe place for them to be able to express themselves however they are um so that's definitely one value that that he instilled in
0: me and i'm hoping to pass on for sure
2: nice what about you james
0: you know my i said this a little bit uh, at the start i i think my father um my father was someone who treated everybody as as an equal and no matter where I mean, he he was friends with everybody. We'd go into he, uh, it's a, to the tailor. He had a whole long conversation, knew all everything about the person. He and it wasn't an act. He cared, and he he genuinely saw community, and he genuinely saw others as being just as important as as himself, and just as vital, um, and took great interest. And I always was impressed by that because there's such there's so many people that you know, very quickly, clicky or, or, you know, don't really look at the world that way. Um, and that always mattered to me that this is a world um, where I think we all need to kind of care about each other um, and embrace each other um, and respect each other. And so I hope to pass on that to my son to be someone who's incredibly respectful um, and caring of others, not just himself
2: nice i that's you guys both answer that really well and just james while you were talking i just think of that one part uh in the sequel trilogy when ray's like i need to find my place right and i need to like it seems like your dad would help people find their places in life so uh i love that um you know you, you're talking about like you know we're talking about like how your dad's influenced you and you learn things from them but let's talk about your kids what is, James, you can go first, then Michael, you can follow. Talk a little bit about something that your kids have taught you about life or about yourself in general, because of course you learn from your dad, but now yeah. talk a little bit about, you know, you know it's like I was but a learner, but now I'm the master. Your kids might not say that to <laughs> you, but what did they kind of teach you in just being a dad and what do you learn from them?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I think I learn... I learned a lot about how to slow down with him and how to take the time to really listen. I think there's a natural tendency to, to want to lead and give it, uh, give him advice. But I've realized that I personally need to know what, that, that he is a different person than me. You know, I think we all think like, Oh, they're when you first have a kid, like, Oh, they're just going to be a mini, mini me. And I know everything that's going on there. But that's not the case at all. He's very much his own person. And so I think through the years, I've learned that's made me a better person because I actually have to make sure I'm hearing him right. And I'm giving him the advice that actually he needs not putting my own own perspective of what I thought, you know, the way I was when I was his age. He's totally different.
2: Great perspective Um, on that. Love that. What about you, Michael?
1: uh, I mean, I I would actually echo a lot of that. I think the the lesson I've learned the most from my kids is the art of being present with them. Like James is all about listening, but sometimes it's also just being there to, again, like I mentioned earlier, be a safe space for them for when they're having big emotions. I have a toddler, so I'm dealing with that (laughs) on a day-to-day basis right now. For me like a jedi trying my best to kind of keep my emotions in check so that i again can, can be there for him and sort of be outside selfless and outside of myself so it's been a lot of trials for sure but i, I welcome them all actually
2: gentlemen good perspectives on on different things that you're you learn from your kids and you know you just mentioned uh michael about you know learning from your you know your toddler with different emotions and all that and you know infant and toddler toddlers are starting form words and, you know, talk it out and all those other stuff. But sometimes you, you don't tell them what they need, or you're not really asking them because you know, there's not going to be a response. You almost got to like, look at their physical, like movements of what are they doing? And then you, tr- you try and kind of guess, right? And I think we sometimes lose that when our kids get older and we kind of like, oh, like you were saying, James, like, oh, you should do this or that you've got to pull back the reins sometimes and be like, all right, what, what, how can I be there for them? Right. So I think kind of the idea of listening more and just like not trying to like put your views on, on their problems or their situations is something that is a great trait, not just for new dads, but for dads in general, parents in general. But Michael, you can go first with this one before we start talking a little bit more star Wars dad hacker piece of advice for new dads. What would you offer to them?
1: Oh man. Uh, if you're a brand new dad, I will say, uh harvey carp his uh the happiest baby oh, uh book uh, that saved my life or his videos that truly saved my life but also he has a great series for toddlers as well and again the emphasis on listening and that presence uh and he has some very unusual advice too which i i love um so i highly recommend uh harvey carp dr harvey Karp.
0: nice Hi. very cool I remember all those books. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm rereading them right now.
2: <laughs> James, as soon as you mentioned his name, James, is like, yep, uh-huh. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very yeah. useful. Uh for me, you know, the thing that I think is is important for, for new dads is to realize that they're not little people yet, in the sense of like, they're not fully formed. And I think it's really easy to just say, like, hey, you shouldn't do this because. You know, this is how you react to a situation, but to 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 really understand where they are in their development cycle, and really know that, like, oh, you know, they're feeling those things with three-year-old perspectives, or they're interpreting those things with three-year-old emotions. Um, And it's, you know, I I think it took me a little while to kind of get to the point of like, like, why are you upset about this thing? Oh, you're three, (laughs) you know, to really (laughs) put their development stage in perspective because they are you know, using different tools than we are.
2: Yeah. Great, great piece of advice. And I hope new dads or dads in general or parents in general will take that to heart. Congrats on Star Wars uh, Young Jedi Adventures. Like I said, I'm enjoying this series. James, you, you know, as vice president of franchise content and strategy, we have to thank you for all the stuff that you're doing. But this question is geared to you. And then I got a couple other questions that you both can answer and all that good stuff. But you look to bring new stories and new um viewpoints in the star wars universe talk about the inspiration for this show and i know this kind of takes place before the prequel trilogy kind of like now we you know for those reading the high republic and all that era it's fantastic books if people haven't you know checked them out i highly recommend you that you know, they do so it's such a great um dive into star wars characters that we don't know um that we haven't seen before so talk a little bit about the inspiration for this series and why you kind of said it in that time span yeah sure
0: i mean i can give you a sense of why we wanted to explore this type of series. Um, and I think why we thought that the High Republic was an era to really mine for younger demographics, but really for everybody. Watching A New Hope, you hear, you know, for, you know, a thousand generations, Jedi were the Guardians of Peace and Justice in the galaxy before the dark times. Well, what were those times when they were um, the Guardians of Peace and Justice? There's so many stories there to uh, and, and to see what the Jedi were like when, you know, they really could affect the galaxy. And, and, and at scale, it wasn't just, they were being, you know, defeated. Um, That was always really important, but also we wanted to lean into it from a, a younger fiction place because it, it, it's so aspirational. You can really lean into the Jedi at their best and their height. And so that always felt like a compelling reason to, to tell a story that was younger, um, in that era. Um, I would think, you know, the, the thing that drove us at Lucasfilm to start exploring these ideas, um, I say this all the time. Of course, as a dad, there's a personal story. I wanted to give my my get my son watching and loving this franchise that meant so much to me, right from the womb, practically. You know, <laughs> you kind of want to share that. Um, and they you know, I wanted them to also, I wanted him to also have his Star Wars, um, but the other thing, no matter where, what parents I talk to, I would hear the same thing of, like, what age is appropriate to start, my, you know, my child watching Star Wars, or well, what should I have them watch, and we really start looking at our content in more of a sort of river now, and Could we have make sure there's content for everyone? And you can really celebrate this incredibly imaginative galaxy and its values and its like positive themes um, and its aspirational kind of hopeful ideals. Um, And so around that time we started talking to Kathy Kennedy about could we, you know, what would it look like to explore animation in a younger younger way Um, and what would that feel like and we began taking meetings, and we began talking to Disney Junior as, as well. Um, you know, we we had a, we we knew there was power in the Jedi fantasy, um, and you know, it's just great metaphor uh, for growing up. But we needed to find the right person. It's such a complex galaxy. It's such a complex. You needed the right take, the right characters, and it wasn't until we talked to Michael Olson that we really started feeling like this could work his his take on these characters are fantastic um we could create something beautiful uh together but he came in with an amazing idea and and it kind of grew from there awesome
2: so michael with that right you know stranger to animation james has paid you a really awesome compliment i totally agree just watching the series and all that you know it's it's great to see like we're talking about the high republic there were certain nods whether they're pirates or other characters i'm like little influence from the high republic from the books and all that talk a little bit about for you like what were you most excited to work on this project and you know what was some of the things that you wanted to make sure that were in were that were kind of implemented in the series without giving anything away obviously <laughs> and all that good Stuff, but sure. Like that.
1: sure yeah i mean look like like james too uh you know i, I when my daughter was born I, same thing. I, you know, decorated a room with a million plushies and, you know, had all these Star Wars onesies and was waiting for that day to introduce Star Wars to her. And um, I decided, you know, when she was roughly around five, maybe that would be a good time to do it. And we had a we had a good time and I had the rom- remote on hand to make sure, you know, I could pause it. And I ended up pausing it or uh, like every 15 seconds to help explain what was going on. And it was then when I was when it just kind of came to me. I just wished that there was something that kids... Her age to get into that was a star, their own Star Wars show, and so for me, what I'm what I'm loving the most is that this show truly, truly is meant to be something that's for them, and is a true introduction, you know, uh, into the to the fun trappings of Star Wars, but also to the lessons and the heart and and soul of Star Wars, and I'm hoping that that they and parents at home kind of feel that. Uh, emanating from this show because we are definitely passionate about putting it in there. So, um just in terms of what I'm most excited about, it's it's creating an introduction to something that I care so deeply about. and then as a as a nerd and as a high republic fan, <laughs> there's uh, a lot of fun nods that I cannot talk about right now, but we've got a lot of fun things uh, in store. so i'm I'm thrilled to start uh, having people get to see uh, all the 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 fun fun things we're putting in this show it's pretty exciting i think it's
0: fine to say to the high republics fans out there that they'll see some things they know they'll see jedi vectors they'll they're gonna eventually run into you know potentially characters and places i think
2: one of the things that you guys do is that lucasfilm collectively as a whole you put you put like there's so many layers to star wars right but then the way you guys make shows there's so many layers there too whether you're just a casual fan or like getting into it you're like oh this is cool then like the cat, like the fan that maybe got into the man like, oh, I saw that before. That's something similar. And then the people like us who are diehards, right? <laughs> Obviously you can tell i a diehard fan, but like, you're like, oh, there's that, like that. It's like that Leonardo DiCaprio gif where it's like, <laughs> there, 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 like you're constantly doing that. So I applaud you guys for kind of talking, for doing that. I know there's different forms of artwork for animation itself, and you guys can both answer this. Talk a little bit about like the style of animation that you guys chose to go with and what the importance of using that artwork and the way that feel and aesthetics in this series. Like what was like the biggest thing, James, you can go first that you want to make sure you went with that style of artwork?
0: We developed it um, simultaneously based off, you know, Mike's pitch. And we we ended up exploring the art together. But I think one of the things from the start that was clear was that we wanted to be sure that this was differentiated from our more um, from from the animation we had done in the past, we wanted this to to be very clear who it was for. And one of the one of the things, just to kind of slightly go back to the last question, that I think is special about Michael is he really gets the demo, and he really gets for all the much all all the Easter eggs you might see in the High Republic. You don't have to see the High Republic or read the High Republic yeah. to know about any of this. Michael's written a, sh- a show that fuels like such a great entry point and first step. And it the, it's the appropriate type of storytelling for kids um, to just fall in love with the wonder of the galaxy. So we also, we, we need the animation to match that. Um, and so we wanted to kind of get a sense of how far we could push it. What does that mean doing something different? What is the, what is this, what is this age? What, what appeals to them? Um, what's the shape language, et cetera? And so, you know, we, we had Michael, please take take over at this part. But sure. We, we <laughs> definitely wanted to do something different and we wanted it to feel more appropriate to the age and more storybook and more yeah. wonder and the brightness. Yeah,
1: we wanted to make sure that when people saw the images immediately they knew, ah, this is for kids. Um, and to me, and to to James and everyone at Lucasfilm, that meant sort of how do we take a bright, colorful storybook look and bring it into the world of Star Wars while still respecting the language, the visual language of Star Wars. And that was a, a very big challenge that we had in front of us. Um, we were very much inspired by Joey Chu, who has some incredible artwork, um, and he, he did some concept uh, art for our show that sort of inspired the, the direction that we went in. Um, but for me personally, one of the things I really gravitate towards in Star Wars is just the, the world, the galaxy of it all, uh, how immersive it feels. And I just feel like nothing can do that, like, you know, live action or CG. And so I really wanted kids to get a sense that this could, these worlds could exist, that when these, when we watch our Jedi kids, you know, racing off on speeder bikes or on the Crimson Firehawk, that that kids at home can kind of feel like they... Are on the adventure there too. Very immersive. So uh, it was it was a challenge to find this look of how, how you know how to marry the the fun worn in look of Star Wars with the bright colors. And I'm just so delighted and even blown away by by you know where we've landed. And I hope the fans are too.
2: Oh, yeah, you guys I mean, did an excellent job. Yeah. Just yeah. just to
0: add the worn in yeah. thing is amazing because one of Star Wars magic. Uh, elements is the fact that it feels like a lived in galaxy right <laughs> and even though this is bright and the shape language feels so unique to it, it, it you feel the history in the models you feel the the kind of lived in sensibility and so those you know I'm hoping the the dads and moms that are watching along um feel this feel just how star wars the show is
2: yeah you guys did a great job one more question before we get into the father of quick five to end this uh conversation which i'm totally enjoying so thank you again for your time
0: yeah, michael you can go yeah. first
2: then james you can kind of uh, piggyback i'm a big fan of voice actors i had also the great opportunity to speak with nubs himself d bradley baker talk a little bit about how, how you guys worked on forming the cast the voice crew and also too i know especially a lot of people have different projects but were you guys able to get some of the, you know, some of the actors together while you were voicing it or did everybody kind of do themselves a two part question. Talk a little bit about like how you guys came up with the actors and then two, was there any working together in a booth? I like, just kind of get like, you know, piggyback the energy.
1: Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, look, it's casting in star Wars is so very, very, very important. I felt like for this show with, with our Jedi kids and with Nash, I really wanted to convey a sense of authenticity and the voice acting, and to make sure that you know Star Wars is uh, while it's fantastic and it's these bright, colorful, crazy worlds. Part of what makes us all connect to it is is the characters. And so for me, it was really important that we had a cast that felt grounded, that understood the the fun that we were having and the enthusiasm, but also could could kind of display the range of emotions in a way that felt authentic. And so like with Jamal Avery Jr., who plays Bright Star you know this is one of his very first projects and uh but he just came in and he had an authenticity to this character a charm uh that just felt so right i wanted a character that conveyed both enthusiasm but also had had a little bit of a wink and a nod um and uh with nash you know emma she's incredible and uh nash is just sort of this uh this uh smart funny gregarious Mechanic, you know, deerhead. And I wanted to have a character who could speak fast, but you know, say something funny and say something off the cuff and be a little over the top sometimes, but we all kind of fall in love with her no matter what she does. Um and uh and then of course Liz, you know, she is a, a tender hearted person who loves animals, and Juliet is just, you know, she it, that is who she is, and she just is incredibly charming with. When even when she's not acting as Liz, I just sit there during the records just with a big smile on my face, um, and then and then of course there's there's Nubs and like you said you interviewed D. Bradley Baker and Nubs was such an important character for me because he he represents in my mind the younger end of our audience because he's all emotion you know he's big, high highs and low lows and I needed someone who could convey a big complicated thought without being able to speak you know english or basic and uh um and you know of course Steve bradley baker is a star wars legend and yeah he has just knocked you know that role out of the park it's he's so fun so uh yeah so uh unfortunately we we started recording these shows in the height of the pandemic and so it's all been mostly either over zoom or just you know one person at a time in a booth um so you know uh the the cast is amazing they're all great actors and when you hear them all together it feels like they're a team and it feels like they uh have known each other for years and that's truly just a testament to their chop you know yeah
2: so. It's like that worn-in feeling, right? <laughs>
1: yes, yes, exactly. Yes, I'm going to steal that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice. Anything you want to uh, finish with that before we finish off with the Father Quick 5, sir? No,
0: Michael said it all. Nice.
2: Awesome. All right, so uh, Michael, you can go first, and James, you can finish Father Quick 5, favorite family movie. Do you guys have one?
1: Uh, well, like I said, I have two very young kids who are in daycare, so we have very, very finite amounts of time to watch. So we are currently... <laughs> We are we are a uh, Bluey house, so, okay. so unfortunately it's, it's TV. But we are we are going through the Bluey series over and over and over again. It's it's a perfect show for kids of all ages, including my daughter who's in grade school. So that's that's up right now.
2: Nice for you, James. Uh, Goonies. <laughs> I've, I've won Goonies. Awesome. Teaching them well, to steeping them in the classics. Well done. <laughs> Parenting done right. Um, yeah. Favorite band? I mean, especially your kids are kind of young, uh, Michael, but like, is there a band or musician you can't wait to introduce your kids to?
1: Oh, that is a great question. Uh, Well, I've (laughs) kind of introduced them to everything. Uh, We are currently, my daughter is into Taylor Swift and that's sort of all we're playing and we've all kind of become Swifties in our house. Um, But uh, I've started introducing even the young ones to the Foo Fighters and uh and so our mornings are predicated with just like lots of head banging as we get ready for daycare and school and it's it's been a blast
2: <laughs> nice
1: yeah
0: uh, uh the beatles uh you know i think the be- the beautiful thing wow. about this is like there are different beatles incarnations throughout their career and so like different points of grants uh that's my son's um life was influenced by different styles of their music you know um so yeah nice. you know who knows what i'll introduce him to though as he gets <laughs> little older.
1: that's a better answer i should
2: have. <laughs> um no i i think they're all good i i just because again like different stages and different music it, it, you get you answered it. Perfectly. Uh, describe the perfect family vacation. Where would it be?
1: That sound like such a Disney show, but the Alani, I, I love that place. <laughs> it's, a, it's such a perfect place. The kids got daycare. We've got the, the beautiful beach and the drinks, uh, and we can all come together in the evening and have a great time together. It's 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 wonderful. I love that place.
2: James, before you say anything, I have a lot of people that I'm fortunate enough to talk with. it's Lucasfilm, Disney or some offset, you know, under the Disney umbrella. And people are like, oh, I feel like, no, but that place is great. Like my kids are 15 and 13. Yeah. We've been to Disney World a couple of times. We're planning a trip to go to Disneyland because my, my, my oldest, she loves the Haunted Mansion. We love obviously Galaxy's Edge and all this other stuff. It's a, it's a great place for a good reason, so totally understand. What about you, James? Describe the perfect family vacation.
0: Oh man, I am a I'm a total history nerd, so I love taking uh, taking my family to, to places like London and going to see like the Tower of London and and showing showing them all sorts of stuff. We just went to see Stonehenge, so things like that. Uh, I was very fortunate to bring them to the Lactic Star Cruiser. And not just to do a shameless Disney plug here, but it was a magical experience to to be immersed in Star Wars for two days and see my, my, my kid go from being a little shy the first hour to three hours later yelling at stormtroopers and working with other Resistance members to try to steal the, the plans. Like, it was it was really a magical experience.
2: I've been but on there, yeah. got a hug from Chewy Plates of Bach. It is fantastic. Nice. Oh, yeah. These are amazing, love it. Yeah. this is probably hard, but do you guys have a favorite Star Wars character?
1: Uh, I wish I, I were as cool as Flonie and could say, like, Flo Koon." I wish I could be as cool as him, but I, honestly, uh, growing up, I just wanted to be Luke Skywalker, and yeah. uh, you know, he just embodies a lot of the values that I, I love he, mainly, you know, as someone who sees good in other people um, and, and tries to, you know, hopes to bring that out in them. And and I just, that's a trait that I just really admire in people.
2: And my favorite character him. of all time. You, you won me with that yeah. one. What about you, Jay?
0: Yeah. I would say when I was a kid, I wanted to be Luke who didn't. Uh, and I loved Luke, but I think my favorite character is Han Solo because <laughs> <laughs> he's a—he's the coolest character yeah. probably in cinema history Harrison Ford's one of the coolest human beings ever Yeah, uh, but I think more importantly I really love a redemption story and I think the beauty of, of A New Hope is you kind of know there's a heart of gold in there and you see it happen at the end and you see that sort of redemption moment where you know he, he's one of the good guys, really, at, at heart. Um, no matter how cool or cynical you might seem, you know who he is. So I'm I, Solo.
2: Nice. And lastly, top three words you hope your kids would use to describe you as a dad. What would you want them to be?
0: That's a rough
1: one. You want to go first, James?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, okay. will go. Uh, go ahead. You got him.
1: All right. Silly. I-, I love being able to joke around with them. Sympathetic or empathetic. Mm. And, of
0: course, loving
2: nice great three words what about you there james uh loving
0: fun i'm looking for a word that's like a good teacher there's got to be a word come on michael go right (laughs) here jedi master yeah jedi (laughs) master (laughs) jedi master perfect
2: gentlemen thank you so much i know you guys are super busy but congratulations on star wars young Jedi adventures you can watch it on may 4th obviously star wars day on disney plus and disney junior i wish you and your families continued success and again thank you for making another great series and just keep on going with just the the fans trust me we appreciate all the stuff you're doing but again thank you for the time and keep up the great work gentlemen well,
0: thanks so much thank you, for a wonderful conversation this is great yeah, i appreciate topic.
2: it thank, thank you Thanks for checking out this week's edition of the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Please rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And also go to artoffatherhood.net. You can have a chance to check out some great articles like the weekly Dad's Doing It Right column, The Collector of the Week, and many more. Plus, you have a chance to win some very cool prizes like video games, collectibles, all that good stuff. Go to artoffatherhood.net. And please make sure you rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts because i will greatly appreciate it to get the word out on the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks for listening to the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and go to the artoffatherhood.net.